welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
see what does a business titan mean. Most of the time, they do deserve that title because of a massive, extraordinary change they made in society. And I think we they earn those props. We repeat Steve Jobs so many times. Why? Not just because it's Apple and Steve Jobs had those props uh, for many years, but I must say, bringing us the iPhone and, and iPod and all this type of mobile technology, we got to give that prop to Steve Jobs. Did he learn that from others, get that from other people? Absolutely. But he's the one who ushered it, mass produced it, as I understand it, to the market, as it were. Many of us talk about you know, uh, Jeff Bezos in modern times. He deserves that business titan role, not only because he's a multi-zillionaire, right, but because Amazon is the one of the largest companies on the planet that we all shop from. So he deserves that and et cetera. So I just want to echo that as we talk about business titans today, but do echo as well as Pastor Jeff and others said, sure, we can throw in Mother Teresa or other characters in our lives and who have transformed society. But of course, they were not doing it for a business reason. So today we're touching on business titans. And I pulled together some uh, uh, traits from some of the, as it were, business titans, and some of those come from Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Andrew Carnegie, John D. Rockefeller, Jeff Bezos, and some others. And indeed, as someone else said as well, we, we look forward to seeing many, many more women in that list of business titans, and of course, others who are not uh, just uh, you know white men as well. But again, in historical context of America, it is what it is. So with that, let's go on and talk about some of the top traits that I pulled together from seeing what business titans are. And I do want to echo one thing. Sean mentioned uh, Scott Simon, so I've gotten to know a bit. We're together, I think, our third week on Rise and Grind, our live show that we do, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on video, 7 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. live. Uh, that's you know, five days a week. Is that, yes, whether it's a Stephen Coons, a Scott Simons, or, or, or Jan, or anyone else who's may here who maybe have had success in their life, who may not be globally known, They've earned some right too, right? Whether it's money accumulated or business started regarding business, that does mean something. Are we putting are we putting the, the young lady who had a lemonade stand and earned seventy five thousand a year to the side? No. But a business titan does have certain creds based on possibly the money they've generated or the impact they've made through their businesses. So with that, let's dive into a few things I put together that we can all learn from today. Business titans. And again, everyone, those who are new, we're so glad you're joining us today on Breakfast with Champions. It's 5.30 a.m. here in the New York area. Those who are listening to it on the coast that are west of me, it's earlier for you, so thank you. Those who are a bit far ahead in the zip code, like where my son is at in Europe, glad you're listening and welcome as well. And by the way, these tips, if you want to get these, you can just DM me on Instagram, Titans. DM me on Instagram, Titans, and you can follow along with me as we go through some of these tips today. And I definitely want to leave always time for engagement. But one uh, is reading. Reading is something you'll find that many of the business titans of modern day and previously do quite a bit. I need to read more. But I've disciplined myself to at least read weekly on Saturdays. I get a good book and sit on the couch for as long as I can. But reading is so important. As I look on my shelf right now, I have a two, two, couple different shelves, but my shelf that's to my left, where's the top books I reference for others, Seth Godin's book, This Is Marketing, The Million Dollar One Person Business, The E-Myth Revisited, Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership, my friend Mike McCallowitz's book, Profit First, 
John Lee Dumas's book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, John Acuff's book, Soundtracks, about getting rid of the head trash in our world, Guy Raz's book, How I Built This, Go-Giver uh, by uh, Bob Berg. And I got that book only after the second or third time. People kept referencing me in some aspects as a go-giver. I had no clue what it meant. Never heard of the book. Entrepreneurial Leap uh, by Gino Wickman and so many others. Faith-driven entrepreneur. Glenn Lundy references a lot. The Like Switch. I bought that some months ago. Of course, my friend Phil Simon's books, or Phil, Phil Jones' book, rather, uh, Exactly What to Say, Traction, they ask you answer, uh, and also a great book by a friend of mine, uh, Jeffrey Shaw. Some of you may know him, The Self-Employed Life. So those are a few of my kind of top books that I keep on a shelf that I reference with others. So reading is something that many titans do quite a bit, and some of you who are DMing me for that list. If you also DM me on Instagram, best books, you'll get Ramon's list of books as well. So constantly seek and accept criticism. Now, you have to be careful who's criticizing you, why they're criticizing you. Is the critique valid? Oh, and I do want to shout out Stephen Kuhn's book as well, because he's right in front of me, his profile, The Humble Alpha. So I hope you all check that out as well. So, and I have the book as well, signed copy. Constantly seek and accept criticism. This is important as well. As I said, be careful who's giving it to you, why they're giving it to you, what their motivation is. But I know even myself, one of the, the, the things that I do as a profession, I'm a professional speaker and event host. I fly around the country, around the world, Zoom camera or in person, and I speak on stages. Either I speak about business success or I'm uh, hosting an event, and usually that's a bit of entertainment and, and excitement energy to it. I always ask my clients, how was it? What could I have done better? And by God's grace, yes, it's, it's generally speaking a great job, but I'm always looking, what's that one thing that you can give me that I could have done better? So I think being able to seek criticism, asking for it, and accepting it is, a, is important. Next thing they talk about is hire the very best, but fire when necessary. Dave Ramsey talks about this quite a bit in his beautiful Southern drawl. He says, at Dave Ramsey, we only have uh, thoroughbreds. We only hire thoroughbreds. We don't hire donkeys because if we hire if donkeys are thoroughbreds, they'll be uncomfortable. So what he's talking about here is a corporate culture. You should really look on YouTube for his talk about donkeys versus thoroughbreds. A really good talk Dave Ramsey gives. So hire the very best. But indeed, fire when necessary. And sometimes you're firing somebody not because they didn't do a good job. Not because they're a bad person. They just weren't a fit for where you're trying to go. And maybe you want to give them a chance. Let's say I was working for Dr. John, and let's say maybe he hired me, Ramon. I need you to be a receptionist. For some reason, I wasn't meeting the benchmark. Maybe Dr. Sean sees something in me. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to fire Ramon yet. Let me see if Ramon would be better suited in cleaning my uh, examination table. And let's say I rock at that, and I'm a great examination table cleaner. Done. I was just doing the wrong job. Another thing that, that I'm seeing that leaders do, and these, these tips in particular from Elon Musk, is have a high pain threshold. I talk to many, many, in fact, thousands of small business owners per year, most of it in large settings on stages, but a few times I'm blessed to do some one-on-one -on -one work. And I find that what differentiates some of the business owners I speak to is those who have a high threshold of pain. Some of them give up too soon. Some of them can't take critique. Some of them can't take it the third time their website went down. Some of them can't take the seventh time a customer said, you suck. They can't take it. 
They don't know how to get better. They don't know how to solve the problem. Or as I, I research quite a bit of special forces, what are they always saying? I've never been in the military, but studying them, solve the problem, solve the problem, work the problem. So as business owners, we have to be able to work the problem. Another thing that you'll find many business owners do, and this is a debate, this is political, this is political, so get ready, working a lot. Now, I personally believe, I did a video, a post recently about how I have my Fridays free. This Friday, for example, me and my wife are going to go to Pennsylvania and help some friends of our move. I built my Fridays to be fluid and generally speaking free. If hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I have nothing on the calendar that gives me time to work in my business. But let me tell you why I'm able to have quote unquote Fridays free and I don't believe in the four hour work week. I, I just think it doesn't work for most of us most of the time. But I grind and work very hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I wake up, as you, as you all know, many of us wake up early, 425 a.m. Sarah McCord wakes up at 3 a.m. or something like that. So I, I work very hard Monday to Thursday and I build a lot into my calendar. And I also say no quite a bit. I prioritize very well and I have a zero inbox policy. That enables me to be able to have a little more flexibility on a typical Friday. So while I don't think most of us can do a four-hour work week until your business is to a certain level. And I think you have to earn that. It's not – I often hear people say – I heard one lady come to me and say, Ramon, well, I just started my business. I'm reading the book by Tim Ferriss. I want a four-hour work week. No, you haven't earned that. You're just starting your business. you got to put your darn nose to the darn grindstone and get some darn work done. That's my opinion. When we have comments, I'd love to hear some feedback and pushback. Some people do disagree with me because I've heard people say, well, Ramon, what about living the life you want? David Spizak has said that. Yes. But you have to earn that right and do some Jim Collins flywheel stuff, building the processes into your systems, things like that to earn that to get there, in my opinion. But I'm open to feedback on that when I'm done here. So those are a few things. Moving on ahead, these are some tips that Bill Gates talked about. But again, you'll find some common themes. Thinking ahead, I do this quite a bit in my own business. I started four companies, sold two companies, author of five books, and I wouldn't have done those things if I wouldn't thought ahead. I'm thinking ahead. And even for small transactional things, I know where I'll be next November. Big Brand asked me to host their big conference coming up in November. So that's that's just thinking ahead like that. I already know where my calendar is going to be at the end of the year. But I also think ahead, where do I want my business to be? How is my team doing? What's the direction of the Ramon Ray brand? Uh, being a part of the Rise and Grind and Breakfast with the Champions community. It's not my company. I'm not an executive here at all. But I do think about it. And I'm sure Scott does, right? Alexander and Marvin and, and uh, Lolita, right? Um, am I just a host? Of course, Sarah and, 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 and uh, Glenn Lundy, of course, who own the company. Innovate fast is important as well. Innovate fast. Sometimes we take too long to see if it works. And I think the beauty of innovating fast, fast iterating fast, enables, enables us to see if it works. Another thing that uh, leaders, business titans do is the ability to take risks. And I find that's one thing that also I do well to my detriment, so maybe I'm not doing it so well, but take risks. I remember when I started my first 
uh, event business, the Small Business Summit. I had the dream of it in 2005 in the fall, I believe. I took my credit card and I went to the Roosevelt Hotel in their Grand Central in New York City. And I put down 25 or something thousand dollars on my credit card to hold the space for the event. I had a partner at the time. Her name was Marion Banker, wonderful lady who helped me and was a great yin to my yang. Right. And, and, we, and I put my money together. Eventually, she came on board and put her money together. I took a big risk. And so for me, I get excited about risks. Like I'm the guy when you come to the bungee, bungee cord place and they're like, hey, Ramon, just so you know, the bungee cord's a bit frayed. It may not work. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. I don't want to jump with the bungee cord's perfect. I want to jump with the bungee cord may not work. That was metaphorical, of course, metaphorical. <laughs> Persistence is key. This is important. There was a time in my life before, and again, I've been blogging for the last 20 something years that were blogging, influencer marketing. I, I was doing blogs on websites before they called it blogging. And I remember one day, my point getting to, I was actually with Bill Gates once. He was at a launch with a gateway computer, the computer boxes with the cows on the side of it. Anybody remember gateway computers? I don't know. We got a mixed audience. Good. Mary Lynn's like, yeah, baby, gateway computers. We'd see those coming to UPS trucks, right? So Bill Gates and Ted Waite, founder of Gateway Computer, at an event, and I was invited to the event, and I scrawled Bill Gates a note. I wanted to, like, talk to him or something. His PR team crumbled the note up, right? in front of my face and threw it away. I didn't realize that there was gateways or gatekeepers. I didn't realize you had to go through the PR person to get an interview. And lo and behold, Michael Dell was launching a computer a few years later. And I asked them, can I interview him? And he said, no, you can't. I got an email a few hours later saying you can't interview him, but we got something better. We want you to host the event with Michael Dell and help him launch a new computer line. So my point being, Persistence, persistence, persistence is so important, and that's something we can learn from business titans. And again, talking about those who are not business titans, but definitely leaders, right? We celebrated Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Day uh, some days ago, right? And his persistence, right? Persistence for the dream he wanted, and many others who built movements as it were. Andrew Carnegie, some of the tips he talked about is concentrate your energies, your thoughts, and your capital. Make nothing but the very best. Interesting thing here, pay more attention to what people do rather than what they say. Sarah McCord in her segment talked about being a show-up person. We touched on this, I think, in the Rise and Grind show yesterday as well as we're innovating, right, as we're innovating, doing some new things as the team is coming together uh, as, as, from Glenn Lundy, right? He's taking a break, right, for a day or two. So we're coming together. Show up people. Who are the people around you? Who are the people who are surrounding you? I talked about this on, on my uh, Smart Hustle Nation uh, video that I did on Tuesday. I do check-in Tuesdays, and I talked about who are the people around you. Andrew also said, there is little success where there is little laughter. Some people, I'm just saying, are a bit too freaking uptight. Too uptight, too perfect. Everything's got to be just, you know, tippity-tippity. Now, if you're building a space shuttle, are you going to the moon? Are you doing heart surgery or Dr. Sean's fixing my back? Yeah, bro, you better be very detailed and focus on what you're doing. But most of us, you know what? There's a typo here, typo there. Got a little coffee on your shirt or blouse. Keep moving forward. Come on, come on. If Scott Simons can be a partner at a big automotive agency and get a box of top Pop-Tarts and eat them the wrong way by taking the sides off the Pop-Tarts, 
Trust me on that. We can all do a little laughter. John D. Rockefeller had a few tips he went through and talked about. I see that flash, Scott Simons. (laughs) John D. Rockefeller talked about keep costs down. Surround yourself with competent people. This is important. Some of you, your businesses are not going well because you're surrounding yourself with, how do they say in French, uh, uh, morons, I believe they say in French, morons, right? <laughs> what can I say? My I French you, is bad. Ah, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> Use leverage. Actually, Stephen Kuhn's segment yesterday was fire. It was about, because he deals with trillion dollar, billion dollar stuff. Stephen, I just can't hang with you on that, man. I can't count that high, but I do will, my brother, take a few hundred thousand millions. I can deal with that. I see you flashing, <laughs> but he talked about leverage. I hope y'all go back and listen to that episode. Leverage, leverage, leverage. There's nothing slimy about it, nothing bad about it. It's leverage, knowing what people want. There's that, I don't know if it's true or not, but the guy who traded a pen to a house, he, somebody had a, he had a pen, traded that with somebody who had you know this, and they kept trading it up, so he had a house, right? Whether it's true or not, it's a cool story. Using leverage. Know when to change course. Uncertainty equals opportunity. We're experiencing this and what we're doing live on the Rise and Grind show. We have some changes and we're learning new things as we go along and produce the show. What about you all in your life? Maybe some things didn't go the way you expected. Instead of sitting on the floor, sucking your thumb and crying, look around and see the opportunity around you. Maybe this is a new opportunity to change things, a new opportunity to do things better, do things in new ways, right? Treat the business like a game. This is true. I think it was Dre who talked about that, a game like sport versus business. He meant it in a different context, but definitely check Dre's segment. Oh, that was fire. That was so good. But here's the point that I think there's similarities. It's that if you don't understand the game of business you're playing in, you can't win the game. You will lose every time. I promise you that. Promise you. And Jim Collins' book, Flywheel, really good little thin book crystallized that for me about what's the flywheel of your business. And I drill this into my team all the time. Team, what's the flywheel of the Ramon Ray brand or what's the flywheel of Smart Hustle Media? Our flywheel is very simple. We produce a buttload of content on social media online, videos, stories, and more. We produce a ton of that stuff focused on small business success. That gets attention for our business. We build in a community of fans who love what Smart Hustle is doing, Ramon's doing online. Thousands, thousands of people follow us. That gets the attention of the few large technology brands that we work with. Our clients are SAP, Verizon, Microsoft, and so many of the brands we work with. They see that, and they hire us to do some content marketing for them and influencer marketing. That's our game. That's it. We do other things, but that's it. We're, we're crystal clear in our game. What's your game, TM? What's your game, Kate? What's your game, David? What's your game, Christina? You feel me? And I know all y'all are amazing leaders as well, so y'all understand the game. Never be complacent. E.T., the hip-hop preacher, talked about this. Talked about when an alligator eats, that's the best time to get the alligator down when it's full. Now, I'm not going to go wrestle an alligator. Just not going to happen. But the principle is, when you're complacent, when you're fat, when you're full, and you're sitting back thinking everything's okay, kapow! That's when somebody will come up behind and knock you off. 
So don't be complacent. Don't just be satisfied. Now, you do want to be grateful. You do want to be satisfied in a good way. But my point is you don't want to be complacent like that. You know what? I'm 21 years old. I'm earning 22000 a year, sleeping on my mama's couch. All is good and well. The world is perfect. Nah, you need, you're lazy. That's it. So keep that stuff in mind. A few more tips here, and then we'll get on again. If I didn't say it already, those of you who want these tips, just DM me on IG directly on Instagram. Direct message me on Instagram, the keyword Titans, Titans, and I'll send that to you. You'll follow along and get some of these tips if they were helpful for you. Uh, use regret minimization framework. Jeff Bezos says this. And again, I want to give a shout out. I have an amazing team that helps me research and pull together these things. It's hard to do a 90-minute show bringing good news five days a week, being on Breakfast with Champions, running a business, having clients to serve, and being a father of, 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 in my family, being a husband, taking care of myself without a team. So I have a great team of people that help me pull together the material I need so I can do what I do best, and that's sharing on stage with you all like this. Um, be customer obsessed. Focus on the long term. Eight minutes to go, so I want to leave plenty of time. Hire for intensity. This is important. I've been honored. I'm only saying this example because of the example we all know. Being in the Rise and Grind show for the past three weeks, this new iteration, Glenn Lundy's done it solo for four years, right? And now he, we have a restarted way we're doing it with, with uh, what, six hosts or seven hosts, including Glenn, I believe it is. Can't count that high. But the point is we're intense people. We jive and fly well. And so it's amazing how we're building it. So I think I'm going to pause there. Eight minutes to go again. I'm Ramon Ray. Great to be here and serve with you all. Anybody want to just unmike, say your name. Say your name clearly. Don't have to, because you flash, I'm not going to see it. Just say your name. And we got eight minutes. Join in. Who wants to contribute and tell me what they've learned or add to that or challenge me on some of my tips? The floor is yours. Now, Burns. Hey, go. It's all you. <laughs> Good morning, Ramon. Uh, so there are several things that you hit on. Of course, Stephen Kuhn, Humble Alpha, actually just started re-listening to his book yesterday. So guys, if you don't have it, please go ahead and get it. Also, in regards to uh, your Smart Hustle Nation, one thing I, I appreciate about you is I subscribe to your newsletter. And every Sunday when, I'm, when I receive it in my inbox, I smile because you have so many great um, articles in there. And then also the fact that the pictures that you use are not your standard pictures. There are some of you fixing the refrigerator or just smiling into the camera, you know, just talking about the things that are happening during your day. And I love the way that you present that because although you are a small business owner who helps other small businesses, you also keep your personality in the mix. And so I absolutely love that. Guys, also Ramon Ray, he is the person to follow. If you haven't done that already, make sure you go ahead and do that. Click on his face because he gives a lot of great business tips and he's fun in the process. This is Linnell. I'll go ahead and mute myself out. Oh, Linnell, I appreciate that. Me and Stephen Kuhn are going to have to keep sending you those checks. Actually, he can just send you the checks and I'll just take advantage of him paying you. <laughs> I see you, Stephen. All right. Who wants to unlike? Say your name. Thank you, Linnell. That was so sweet of you. And uh, join in. Say your name. All right. In that case, I'll keep going. This is great. I love this. this Dr. Sean. Kate. Kate, it's all you, dear. Go for it. Hey, Ramon. I'll jump in because as I've just been so inspired by this conversation um, from when Dr. Sean was on too. And I'm, I love your tips, Ramon. So awesome. 
I was thinking um, in both segments now about Sarah Blakely. And when you said persistence, I was like, oh, man, talk about someone who's persistent. I know I, I messaged Ramon. I'm like, we got to get some women up in these Titans. She is absolutely amazing, incredible. I know most of you know her story, the founder of Spanx. She just the way that she was persistent in the pursuit of her dream with when, and she believes that we all have a billion dollar idea. But like what you were saying, you have to be persistent. You have to show up. You have to believe in your idea and keep getting after it. And she's this the most inspiring person. And what I love about her and what I think we can all take away is how much she's achieved, but more so how much she lifts others up. She continues to feed into entrepreneurs. She has a whole program for women entrepreneurs to help them. She is such an inspirational woman and she wants to help every single person succeed, especially more women founders, which is so incredible. So absolutely love Sarah Blakely. You know what, Kate? I totally get it. And I'm all up in her business for sure. That came out wrong, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm uh, Her husband has an app, uh, Jesse Itzler, I'm with him. And Kate, you're right. What I like about Sarah, let me know what you think about this, Kate, is that even though I don't know her personally, I'm getting close though, is that she seems to be a chill person. Like if there's mustard on her skirt, something like that, she'll just keep moving. Be like, it doesn't matter. It's okay. You know, because maybe she has several kids. So she just seems like a very approachable person, Kate. Do you, do you get that sense, Kate, as well? Oh my gosh, when you said, when you talked about if you get mustard on your shirt, keep going, I, I was thinking of her because if you don't follow her on Instagram, follow her on Instagram because she's hilarious. And yes, absolutely. She was doing a, a webinar the other day and she spilled water all over herself during the presentation and she just I saw laughs, that. Right? She just laughs and keeps going. And talk about relationship goals. Her and her husband tightens together, man. That couple is powerful. Kate, I love it only because it's in, on my mind, Kate. I love uplifting you. What's the name of that email newsletter we should all sign up for? It's just a cool name. What does it say again? Oh my gosh, you're so Your awesome. Newsletter, Massiveoptimism.club is the name of my newsletter. Yes. Massiveoptimism.club. All right, who wants to go next? Just unmic, say your name if you wish. You don't have, ladies and gentlemen, y'all don't have to comment. Me, Dr. Sean, and others coming. We can talk all day, 24 hours a day. Trust me on that. But this is your space to share. We got about three minutes to go before the amazing Amanda Doll comes up. Who wants to unmic? Hey, hey, Tosh, you. And then I heard another person say, hey, whoever that was, stand <laughs> by. Tosh, you first. Go. Fantastic. Thank you, Ramon. As usual, you bring fire to the room. Thank you so much for a beautiful segment and Dr. Sean's segment this morning. Yeah, I just wanted to highlight the um, uh, what Linnell just said, actually, <laughs> talking about you and the humble alpha himself. So, yeah, I wanted to um, appreciate the fact that uh, those emails that you send, I uh, also just wanted to mention that you do respond to your emails because I responded to the one about pull-ups and I just want, want to sign really quickly with what you just said. You mentioned uh, a friend of yours did uh, about 12 pull-ups and he could only do six. This is vertical, like crossbar pull-ups. And then over a few days, you started doing it. And then you kind of went into, I think, 15 or something. Um, and I responded saying, uh, pull-ups ain't for me. I'll stick with my planks. And you, you just responded to, you know, encourage me. So I just wanted to let you guys know, if you sign up with Ramon Ray's um, uh, newsletters, he responds himself, which is so cool. You don't find that very often. So I just wanted to appreciate that. Also to tie in with what you said about the the, the book about with um, by Tim, 15-hour uh, work week. Yes, I do agree with you 100%. You cannot go straight from zero to 100 by working those few hours when you just started your business. I totally agree with you. Yes, you have to earn it. So yeah, thank you so much for an amazing segment. I did, I have missed the ding, 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 dings. 
and I am also looking forward to buying Steve's Steven's book. I will buy your book, Stephen. I want to read it. So thank you, Linnell, for reminding me. I appreciate you. Thank oh, you. Tosh, thank you. And Stephen's book again is Humble Alpha. If you haven't got it yet, definitely go to it. Tosh, thank you so much. That was very sweet of you. And I'm on the way to 25 pull-ups as well, by the way. So I'm progressing as long. Tosh, thank you. I hope you'll follow the amazing Tosh. Somebody was saying, hey, real quick, and we'll let you be the last one. I don't know who it was. Ramona, you know who was you Renee Nord. Good morning. Renee Nord, what's up? The mic is yours. Thank you so very much. I'm not even sure if you guys can hear me really well here. Yes, you're good. Still in Dubai and the weather, I mean, it's kind of crazy right now, but I just want to pour into this conversation. Definitely love what you all are doing. Ramon, you wake us up with such inspiration. And as Ms. Um, Linnell indicated, you, you can't help but just always having a wonderful smile, just even saying your name. That's the first thing, you know? I think you're the only Ramon I know in the world. And that is, um, that's a pleasant, um, uh, not only is it pleasant, but it's great when champions can really just reflect upon each other and wonderful, great inspiration. Um, we talked about, I heard you guys mention Miss Sarah Blakely. I definitely wanted to pour into that because she's definitely one of those leaders who is not only an empowered woman, she knows how to love and empower others. Our organization, the Global Women Wealth Warriors, is a proud recipient of what she does. You know, every year she pours about, I would say, um, over a thousand women in throughout the entire world um, because of what they do in giving back to women. And we have been one of the recipients of that wonderful Red Backpack um, Award. But I'll say this also, guys, definitely the perseverance. You know, what I love about being able to wake up early morning, right now is in the afternoon, just being around like-minded individuals such as the team that we have with the champions. And it's just an honor. Thanks to Glenn Lundy. Thanks to Sarah McCord. Thanks for what you guys do every morning um, alongside with um, Ramon, as well as amazing Lolita, Scott Simon, you know, with the Rise and Grind show. It's just um, important for us to all keep showing up for each other. And no matter what, keep dreaming bigger. Keep dreaming, dreaming bigger. Um, because of what we do together, you know, always realize you're not alone. Keep rising and grinding with us in the morning. You'll find your new tribe. I'm Renee Nora. So grateful to be speaking all the way from Dubai. Thank you. Ah, uh, Renee Noor, thank you so much. Bye. Uh, what's your chauffeur's name, by the way, Renee? What's what's your chauffeur's name? Um, and is it like a gold crested car you're driving, or is it like rubies? No, it's all rubies, baby. <laughs> oh, I see you going like that, huh? <laughs> Renee Noor. <laughs> so funny, Ramon. <laughs> But no, it's wonderful here. The time difference is a little bit off, but the great part about it, every trip that I've traveled through, these are relationships that I met right here from the app, from going to Africa, Paris, now I'm in Dubai, here with Fahad, and it's just been a true, true blessing. So guys, utilize these relationships, but definitely look for ways of how you can totally collaborate, connect, but celebrate each other. That's what this year is about. 2022, learn how to leverage your relationships the right way and always do things with intentions. Thank you, Ramon. Uh, thank you, you, Renee. Love you, Queen. I love you all. Uh, that was good. All right, everybody. Amanda Dahl is up next. I believe if I'm wrong, somebody will jump in and correct me. Oh, yeah, I do see that. Amanda Dahl's next. And I just want to say, hey, what's up, Joy Farley? I saw you there. I was refreshing. And Liza and everybody, it's good to see you all and, and the team here. I, sometimes you're talking, you're looking up, you don't see uh, people. But then I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, 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 all the, all the amazing people here. Amanda Dahl is up. She is going to light your world on fire in a good way. Always brings insight and information. Don't forget, please do on the lower left, hit the share button. That is a really freaking cool feature. Hit the share button. You can share it in the clubhouse 
uh, um, Thingamajiggy hallway. I didn't only realize that recently because my app was updated, but hit the share, bring others. We want to fill this room. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.